Hello. Oh my gosh. Okay, I am so sorry for that beginning of this episode. Hello. Welcome. This is my first episode ever. I'm so excited. Okay. Hello. Welcome to You Learn Something New Every Day with Chloe Vetter. I'm your host, Chloe Vetter, and I'm very excited to be here. Oh my gosh, I have been wanting to begin a podcast for a long time, a long time. I've never really verbalized it to anyone because I always was like, I don't know, I feel like people will think it's kind of silly, but you know what? It doesn't matter what anyone thinks if you are happy with it. So here we are, and I'm making a podcast, and this is going to happen. So let me give you a little rundown of what this podcast is going to consist of. So I, my main messages and points that I want to get across throughout these episodes is you can and should carve your own path for yourself and society doesn't control you. Okay. Basically, I'm just telling you guys, you do you. And that's what's going to make you happy in the end. Um, We're going to talk some about manifestation and the law of attraction. Very interesting stuff. And how you can apply it to your daily life. So, hence the title. You learn something new every day. One thing that I'm going to have at the beginning of each episode is just one random thing that I learned so far that day because you do learn something new every day whether that be from yourself or from others there is a purpose of why you woke up and that is to experience to learn stuff and even if you sit at home I'm sure you're going to learn something whether that be about yourself or about your dog or something on the news or just being outside and talking to people and experiencing life. You learn stuff. You you literally learn stuff every single day, whether you realize it or not. And it's really cool once you start to realize that and like you're more aware of it because then you start to pick up on all these little things and you're like, Oh, I didn't know that before. Like, oh, like that's cool, like that I got to learn that. And it's just just fun. So the one thing that I learned today, it's not necessarily the most positive thing but that's okay because it is it's relevant to our current state in the world so I'm not gonna ignore it but I'm not gonna focus on this today but I woke up this morning and I learned that the U.S. has surpassed China with being the country with the most COVID-19 cases known slash diagnosed we still like that's just diagnosed. We like there's definitely so many others out there with the virus that are carrying it and spreading it or just have have it and don't show symptoms yet or they won't show symptoms or they have symptoms and they just haven't gotten tested or their test results just haven't come back yet. Like there's all these possibilities, but that's just the people that it's been confirmed they have it. And the U.S. has the most, which is lovely. Um, Just lovely. But anyway, here we are. That's what I learned. So I'm going to get into a little bit more about me so you can start to understand 
the bitch you're listening to at the moment. So my name is Chloe. I am 18. I just turned 18 like a week ago. And I live in Maryland. And here we are. We're we're just, we're chilling. I'm sitting on my couch in my apartment. I'm looking out into the world. There's lots of cars driving around. And uh, yeah, that's the, that's the scene we're setting. So today's episode. If you know me personally, you know that I graduated high school a year early. Now, I, this was, this was a journey. Let me tell you, it was a journey. It was a journey. But I'm going to break it down how I did so, why I did so, and the struggles that I faced. Because this was a struggle. But here we are, and it is the best decision I have ever made in my entire life. Graduating early is not for everybody. That's why there are four years of high school. However, sometimes the school setting is just not for everybody. It's really not. And I am one of those everybodies. No, I am not one of those everybodies. Wait, I don't know. I'm confusing myself, but... Anyway, let's just get right into it. All right, so I'm going to kind of set the scene. When I was in seventh grade, uh, I there were some family issues presenting themselves at my household. I have a brother and a sister, and I lived with my mom and my dad and my siblings and my dogs. And that is not the case anymore. But anyway, there were some uh, family issues, and that led to triggering some of my own issues. I became a very angry... I've always been, like, a happy, funny person. Like, I just... I've always been kind of this little free spirit, you know? I just would, like, be running around and joking around and doing whatever the heck I wanted. Um, So, end of seventh grade, second half of that year, I began to be very depressed. I began to be very angry. I began to be very, I was just an unhappy person and I didn't, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't love myself and I didn't know who I was and I didn't know, I didn't know what to think because there was so much going on and so much just negativity around me a lot of the time. So that was a difficult time and uh, yeah, I don't I don't really know how much to explain about that part, but I guess that's that's enough for now for you to get the gist. So moving on to freshman year. Freshman year was pretty it wasn't bad, it wasn't good, you know? Um I it it was pretty fun. I definitely I met a lot of new people, you know, there's new people in the new school. Um just, you know, there's adjusting to the whole high school experience and scheduling, and I was involved. I did field hockey. I did swimming. I did diving. Um, it wasn't it wasn't too bad of a year. However, sophomore year was probably one of the worst years of my life so far. And what I mean by that is my mental health was the lowest I've ever seen it or ever experienced it so far in my life. Um, I was extremely depressed. I just, I didn't even, 
I was just numb half the time. I'd show up to school and I just, I was, I just felt dead inside, honestly, to put it. I don't know how else to put it. I promise this episode will get better and more positive, but I'm just kind of giving you the rundown. So I was just a very, very unhappy at the time. I didn't really eat a lot. I was having struggles with that. I hated school. (laughs) I've always been a good student. I've always worked really hard. I've always valued my education and I, you know, I did well with my work, but I just, I just did not, it it wasn't about the work. I just did not want to be there. I was so irritated with everybody around me. I didn't want to talk to anybody and I hated having to be socially on all the time, and I hated, um, I just hated the whole environment, and the whole, yeah, just the whole environment of school. Um, I, I started to distance myself from my friends from, like, middle school and freshman year, and that honestly was a good thing in the long run, but right now, but in this time, sophomore year, I was kind of lost, I didn't really know who I fit in with, I didn't feel like I fit in at my home, I didn't feel like I fit in at school, and I'm sure everyone, like, goes through this, but I just, I just was really, really, really lost, and it didn't help that I also had my depression going on, and, you know, that makes you feel more lost, because you're like, what the hell, why am I so upset, and, like, down and numb all the time, and all these people are... I don't know. They're like, they just were so social. Everyone was so social and it just, I don't know. I just wasn't feeling it. And I, I also just was a very independent kid. I always wanted to do things my own way. And that's, that's really that. I wanted to do things my own way. And I did do things my own way. And I, if I wanted to learn something, if I needed to figure something out, I'd teach myself and I'd figure it out. And I didn't really rely on anyone. I was, I just wasn't, I didn't, I didn't like to be dependent on anyone else except for myself. So school was hard because of the social aspect. School was hard because, you know, you have to show up and you're like told you got to go to the bathroom during certain times, and that drove me nuts, like, being treated like a child, because, don't get me wrong, I, a lot of the people that were in my classes were beyond immature, and that drove me nuts, because I matured pretty fast, and I grew up pretty fast, I, I've always just kind of seen things a little bit differently in that way, I've had more perspective and insight on different things, and people just, at this time, did not see things the same way that I did. So it made me, it made it difficult for me to get along with some people. Not in, like, we didn't get along, but, like, I just didn't, I didn't, like, I didn't click with anyone. I didn't care to socialize with anyone. I was like, I, like, why do I have to be around these people? Why do I have to sit and do group projects with these people? Because I was the only one that would want to do the work. I was the only one that actually would do the work and you know, no one else wanted to do that. So I started to become very unmotivated and that was hard because then I wouldn't do good on tests or work or whatever. And then I would beat myself up over that because I have always been a good student and I've just always pushed myself in that aspect to be the best that I could with that. Um, yeah, so, uh, 
just kind of downward spiraling the whole year. Uh, March comes around and I had to go, well, I was, okay, I was in the hospital for a week and we're getting very personal on this first episode. I promise this is getting better. (laughs) I was in the hospital for a week and so I wasn't in school obviously for a week. I had, um, I just, I hit rock bottom. (laughs) I hit rock bottom with my mental health and I, I had to get some help for my safety. And when I returned, obviously it's not like I came back like on crack, like what's up guys. I'm so happy right now. Like my depression is gone. I am ready to conquer this shit. Let's freaking do this. Like I'm going to be friends with everybody. Like, no, of course not. Like I'm still freaking not okay, but you know, we're, we're, we're getting there. And so I came back and my guidance counselor was amazing. Oh my gosh. I miss her so much. She helped me so much. I don't even think I, I feel like I didn't even get the chance to tell her just how much she helped me get through my high school. Like, literally, I, I have no idea what I would have done without her. But so she was great in the whole transition of me getting back into the groove of things, getting back into my classes, because it's hard when you're gone for a week out of nowhere. And, you know, she... I don't know what she told my teachers, but like she said something to make them, I I have no idea what she told them, but she spoke to them. She got my work. I was able to catch up on my work and like given, you know, like I was gone for a week. I was given, I think twice that amount of time to make up all the work I missed, but you also have the work that's going on currently as you come back to do. So I had a lot of work to to do when I came back. So that was kind of stressful, but she made it a lot easier than it would have been without her. And yeah, so she, she was really helpful in that way. I still had some hard times. I mean, I would just sit there and cry in class or I would just be so like numb and tuned out and just, I wouldn't even like, I was in my own world, but there was nothing going on. You know, like you were in a daze, but like you weren't necessarily daydreaming or thinking of anything. Like I literally was just completely zoned out. Like I I was, I was gone. I was just kind of there. So I did have a crisis pass. Once I came back, she gave me a crisis pass. So what that meant is I could, if I was like crying or about to break down in class, I would just show my teacher the pass and I would go to guidance and I would talk to her or I would just sit there in silence or I would let myself feel whatever emotion and I would just calm myself down, get out whatever I needed to. But end of the story, like moral of the story, you, I had to get out of the classroom for a little bit sometimes because I just, I needed to collect myself. So she was very helpful. One day she mentioned to me how graduating early was a possibility and I was like what are you are you kidding me right now like I can do that and she was like yeah like she explained how it works and basically what I needed to do was just get approval from my parents and I needed to make sure I had all my credits and then bam that's it it's not that easy though um I wish, but so I brought the idea up to my dad later after she told me that because I was like, oh my God, I need to do this. I need to get the hell out of here. And my counselor knew it too. She was like, look, school's not for everybody. 
and not not in like the schoolwork aspect, but like the whole like school setting is not for everybody. And I agree with that one million percent. Like it, it's not for everybody. So I come home, I explain it to my dad, and he works for the school system. So he was kind of like, eh, I don't know about all that. And I was like, okay. So he kind of worded it more like how he saw it was that I was running away from my problems or fears or whatever. And, I mean, I totally get that, but that is not how I saw it. I saw it as an opportunity to distant, like, not even, like, just to get out of a situation that was really, really, really bad for me and to make something good of it. It's not like I was just trying to get out of school and not do anything, you know what I mean, like, it's not like I was just like, oh, not going to school, that's it, (laughs) um, but yeah, so he kind of shut that idea down quick, and so I kind of was like, all right, that's not gonna happen, and that was that, the next year was my junior year, and I met my best friend, Bianca, first block, first class, first semester, yeah, first day of school, And this dude I was talking to, like, during that summer, this was her, no, this, yeah, that was, no, (laughs) this was his cousin, Bianca. So, I knew who she was, I knew a little bit about her, I knew that she was a really cool person, and we just, I started talking to her, and we just clicked instantly, and she's one of my best friends to this day, and I love her dearly, but we just clicked instantly, we have a lot in common, and we just, we just have a lot of the same interests and we're able to talk about a lot of topics that like I I don't even know how to explain it but I value our friendship and it's definitely a very special very special bond that we have um so anyway she brought up to me I was explaining I was giving her the whole rundown that I just told you guys and she was talking to me and she's like why like okay, like, can you still graduate early? Like, why didn't you? Because I was like, dude, like, coming back here at the beginning of junior year, like, coming back here, no way can I do this for another two years. Like, this was at the beginning of junior year, and I was like, no way. Like, I I can't. I need to get out of this place. I, Like, it's just got to happen. But I thought that my miss, I missed my opportunity to you know, set up everything and apply to graduate early because I would be graduating that year. Like my junior year would turn into my senior year right then and there. And I would be graduating that year. And there was a lot to do. You know, you got to make sure you have enough credits. You got to make sure everything's in line. And like, I already had my classes planned out for that year. You know what I mean? Like I had my schedule, but she was like, you should still go ask and see. And I was like, okay. And so I went to my counselor and I was like, can I think I like sat down and I was like, okay, can I graduate early still? Because if I can, it's going to happen. It needs to happen and I'm going to make it happen. And she was like, I mean, yeah, it can. And she looked at my schedule and she's like, actually like for you, because of how your credits, how like you got the amount of credits that you did so far, you really only need to change one class for that to work in that sense. So I was like, okay, great. Now I got to get my parents on board. So I 
had to get these papers signed by my parents and my guidance counselor. And my guidance counselor knew me. She knew she was definitely all for this for me. Like she was like, this is a great choice for you. Um, obviously she's not sitting there advocating for me to do it because she can't really do that. Like they can't tell me like which choice to choose. Like she can't tell me do all four years or do three years or whatever. But I could just tell she was like I think this will be very like once I made the decision she was like I think this will be very good for you um and I hope like I'm glad that you're happy with your decision because I was extremely excited and happy oh my gosh I was beaming when I like found out that I could graduate early oh my gosh I was so happy and I just finally like saw hope for myself and I was like hell yeah this is happening I'm doing this so I brought the papers home and I explained to my parents and they weren't really on board with it, but they still signed it. Um, it wasn't, I don't know, my, they just were like, I don't know, this is kind of spontaneous and that's what a lot of, like, I don't know, they just, they weren't feeling it, but they still signed it and that's all I needed. I didn't want their approval necessarily, I just needed their signature um, but like morally, I, I really was just kind of like, you know what, like I got to do this for myself. I don't like if people want to be on my side, that's awesome. If they give me the support in that way, like that's awesome. Thank you so much. But like, I didn't get a lot of support at first in like in that way. So, I mean, it was hard, but I was so motivated. Just like, I was like, I just, I have to do this for myself. So that didn't really matter to me. That didn't make me think about it differently at all. I was like, okay, whatever. I got it signed. It's going to happen. So I turned that in, um, got approved by my counselor and my parents. So next step was I had to write a letter to someone at the central office, some someone high up there. No, I don't remember. <laughs> some type of like director, leader. I don't, I have no idea someone high up in the school system. I had to write a letter to them and I had to explain to her why I wanted to do this and what my plans were. And I just gave her the whole rundown and I explained who I was and just why this was the best choice for me. So she approved that letter and she like signed off on that. And then my principal signed off on it and all that stuff was done. So, the only thing left to do, now that that was all approved, was to fix my schedule for the rest of the year. So, the only thing that I was missing that I needed is, because I had all my math credits, because I took algebra in 8th grade. So, I had all my math credits, because that was a high school class. Like, I got a credit for that in 8th grade, because algebra is typically a freshman class and you usually do like pre-algebra in eighth grade at least that's how it is here but so you have to take you have to get four credits of math at least and you have to have four credits of English so you have to take an English and a math every single year so I had my math that year I had it in the first semester but I also had English but I needed another English because no one really doubles up on English so I had to get my fourth English class. So uh, the English class that I already was planning on taking was AP Lang. And I had that second semester. This is all in the first semester. This is just like in the first few weeks or month of the first semester of my junior, which became my senior year of high school. So second semester, 
my schedule, I had AP Lang fourth block. So I had, I don't remember what class I took out, but I had to take out a class and put in place of it another English class. So I wanted, my plan was to do AP Lang junior year and then AP Lit senior year. But there was no way, like I did not want to do English 11. Honestly, now that I look back on it, that was a very slow class for me. I've always loved English. I've been good at it. I just understood it. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I love to read. I love to write. I love to analyze, you know, all that fun stuff. So I I like wanted to do AP Lit, but I also was like, I'm not doubling up. I'm not having two English classes in the same semester and have them both be AP classes. No way, no way in hell. That is just not going to happen. I'm setting myself up for failure. So I had English 11 and then I had AP Lang. The best part of this is that I had those two third and fourth blocks. So I literally had straight three hours of English and it was just, it was, it was a grand old time. Um, I had, I had a lot of English in my, in my, during my time there. Um, so yeah, English 11 and then AP Lang and I was set and then boom, I was a freaking senior and I, oh my God, it was amazing. I love like people, I didn't even like tell that many people at first, like I didn't make it a big deal. So, like, people, like, would slowly find out throughout the year. and it, I don't know. It was just, like, fun. Because I was like, hell yeah, you, like, I'm not talking shit. I'm just going to do it. You know what I mean? And it's a good feeling once you do it. Because, like, once you just do something for yourself and it doesn't really matter, you know, explaining to everybody, like, you're, you just, you don't need to explain it. It's your life and you do whatever the hell you want. So, that's kind of my how. That's how I did all that. So I set up my credits. I got everything approved. Bam, I'm a senior. So my why. So why I graduated, I explained with my mental health. And it just, school setting was just not for me. It's not for everybody. And the social aspect was just not good. So I I didn't, I don't know. Like I just wasn't close with a lot of people there. And all my friends that I did have, I became, like, I met some amazing friends my senior year, like, Bianca, Maya, I became super close with Zoe, we were already friends, um, who else? I don't want to forget anybody, but, like, you guys know who you are, you guys know who you are, but, so I became, I I met some really great people, and I met some, I met some really cool people, I just said that, but whatever, and the thing is, those people were all seniors graduating. So, like, I, I already knew if I stayed with my class of 2020, I wouldn't really have anybody. Like, I I, I still have some friends there, but I, I just didn't, I didn't have any, like, good, good, close, personal friends. You know what I mean? So... My best friends were all seniors, and I was like, dude, I got to graduate with them. Like, I I can't not. Like, I can't. They can't leave me here. <laughs> so that's how I felt. Um, So I wasn't close with a lot of people, and a big reason for that is just immaturity. I, like I said, I grew up 
I matured pretty fast. I had to grow up pretty fast and I was just independent and being independent at such a young age really just, I mean, it makes you have to do stuff for yourself and like learn things for yourself. So I did mature quickly. I like, even to this day, people, so I just turned 18, right? But so at my spin studio where I work, a lot of people will be like, whoa, like you're, you're 17 or you're like, I just turned 18. So like, whoa, you're just turned 18. Like, I thought you were 22 or something because I just, I've just, I don't know. I just, I carry myself differently. It's not, not necessarily like how I look. It's just kind of how I act. Like I, how I speak and I've always been comfortable speaking with adults. Um, I can, you know, I know when to act professional and I know how to act professional and I know I, I'm just like, I don't know how to explain it. But I'm just comfortable in those types of situations. And I understand when and how to act depending on the setting that I am in and the people that I am around. And I know how to... I don't... I I just... I just understand. (laughs) Like, I don't even know how to explain it. I feel like... I guess what I'm trying to say is like a lot of people just haven't reached the age yet or haven't had the experience yet that I went to school with like most of them just hadn't had to go through things where they needed to act mature um I'm literally just calling everybody out but I don't really care but there's some spoiled freaking people that went to my school and it led to just a lot of immature people and a lot of stuck up people a lot of people who just think that they are the king of the freaking world oh my gosh literally every single dude on the lacrosse team thinks that they are the shit and let me just tell you let me just tell you it's not it's not it's not correct but that is not that is not the point of this episode we are here to bring positive thoughts (laughs) and okay anyway um yeah immaturity not a fan of that that was a big why that was a big thing of why I could not handle my handle anything there oh my dog is sitting next to me my dog is Lucy by the way and I love her dearly and I love my dog so much Lucy do you want to say hi no okay so Anyway, I just did not see myself continuing with school after high school as well. And if I did, I knew that I wouldn't be very happy with my life. And I wanted to be happy with my life. And I was like, you know what? I need to build my own path. And this is how it's going to happen. So that kind of leads me into the struggles that I had with this. So like I said, my parents kind of weren't entirely on board. And I also had friends disagreeing with me. You know, I had my friends that were juniors and that are seniors right now. My class of 2020 people, my friends with that class, they, you know, they're like, why would you want to leave? Like, what? Like, don't, why would you want to do that? Basically, just like, they, a lot of people just didn't understand. And that was, that was probably the hardest part with this is a lot of people didn't understand because, you know, they didn't know how to put it in perspective or they just straight up haven't 
they, they just didn't understand, you know, if you don't go through it, if you don't experience something like that, you won't, you can't fully understand it. And I didn't expect anyone to, but so a lot of people weren't on board with me and disagreed with me. And then my senior friends, the class of 2019 were friends. I had some people tell me that it was spontaneous, but it really wasn't. I just hadn't verbalized it before. And that, like, my dad said I was running away from my problems, and some friends were just like, I don't know, like, this is too fast because you now have to apply to colleges, and, like, I, like it's just going to be too much work for you. And I was like, I know what I'm getting myself into, and I don't need anybody's approval. I mean, technically, I did need some approvals um, signature-wise and all that, but, like, socially, I didn't need anybody's approval. I did not give a shit Okay, if you didn't like that, I was graduating early. I don't know what to tell you because I loved it. So anyway, so I had disagreements with people, but whatever. Um, the other thing, the, re- I, the reason I think I had that many disagreements is because the my school, my school, my, oh God, my school. By the way, where I live, I can see my freaking school outside my bedroom window, and I'm just staring at it as I'm speaking right now, and it, it, PTSD, let me tell you. Okay, so my community that I live in, my neighborhood, the whole jaunt, we, how do I, how do I put this? Um, okay, I'm going to paint the picture of my neighborhood and my, my school's community. Very wealthy people. Very wealthy people. Kids. Very spoiled. Very entitled. Very stuck up. They all have money to go to school. Or not all of them. I'm not... I'm just... I'm just trying to, you know, paint the picture. So... A lot of people here have the money to go to a four-year And I am not saying that I am not in school just because of money. That's definitely a big part of it, but it is not the main reason of why I'm not in school right now. I am not in school right now because I do not see myself in school right now. And, you know, it's okay to not go to school. Like, I'm not saying I'll never go to college. I'm not saying I'll never be in school again, but right now, not for me. However, like I, it's not like I'm just not doing anything. Like, do you know, like there's like, if someone says that you, if you don't, uh, I'm getting, I'm getting ahead of myself. So a lot of the people in this community, this is what everybody does. You go to school, you go to high school for your four years. You do good in school, la la la, get good grades. You're a freaking student athlete. You're involved in all the extracurriculars. You do all the sports. You're amazing at all the sports. And not actually. Everyone just, like, thinks they are. But, um, yeah, that's kind of how it is. You're just very involved and you do well. You're in all the National Honor Society programs and whatever. You do it all. Then you go to a four-year, a university, and you do that. Then you maybe go to grad school and then you get a nine to five job and there you go. Happy ever after. Um, but for me, that sounds like the worst thing. That that sounds like the last thing I want to do right now. So for me, I was like, like 
it was hard because that's the path everybody takes where I live. That's like, that's just what everyone does. I don't know anybody that is not in school right now following like my my class of 2019 I'm sure there are some people but like I I literally I can't name or think of one single person that is not at least in community college if not goes to a four-year university right now aka the year after graduating high school so I mean there obviously there's nothing wrong with that like that's awesome good for them that's just not the path that I want to take right now and so that was hard for a lot of people to understand, you know, they're like, what the hell? Like, what are you doing? Like, that's not what you do. Like, it's just not what you do. This is what you do. But I just was like, you know what? Again, you got to make your own path. You got to do your own thing and you got to do some stuff for yourself, whether people are on board with it or not. And this whole, that whole idea of just doing something that most people disagreed with or thought otherwise, like everybody formed their own opinion on this topic in this in my decision but you have to put that aside you have to learn to listen to yourself and to not ignore other people but you know you can still listen to them you can still consider their thoughts and opinions and you know just take it in and think about it and put it into perspective but you also have to learn to stick your ground and you have to learn to you know, just be there for yourself and know what's best for yourself and read yourself. And that's where we are today. So today I am a spin instructor and I also teach bar, bar instructor, and I work the front desk as well. And I do a lot of the behind the scenes for the spin studio that I work at. So I'm a full-time employee in the fitness industry and I'm loving, I'm loving what I do. Um, I, interact with people specifically adults a lot I I don't I don't know like I just I'm, I'm really enjoying what I'm doing I've always been really into health and fitness and wellness and physically and mentally but I'm really happy with what I'm doing right now and I I mean I I love spin so much and I'm so grateful that I got the opportunity to learn about it when I did and to teach it because teaching it is I I can't even begin to explain but I I can go and I can do a whole episode on how I how I became a spin instructor but that's what I do now I don't just sit around and do nothing so yeah I have I have some amazing friends right now and I mean like obviously stuff has ups and downs and things can go wrong or I can still, I'm not like, I'm not fully good. Depression doesn't go away, but you know, we're good. We're good. We're doing good and we're doing what we want to do and we're doing what makes us happy. And that's all that matters. So I think I'm going to wrap up the episode here. I hope this all made sense and was, I hope it wasn't shit. You know, this was my first episode. So if you're listening Thank you so much for tuning in, and I'm glad that I'm beginning this because, like I said, I've been wanting to do a podcast for a while now, and I'm really excited. So, 
yeah, if you liked this, follow my podcast and um I think you can like like this or something, like add it to your favorites or whatever. I don't know. You you do you. Um if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's Chloe C H L O E and then dot vetter. So V is in Violet E T T E R. It's also spelled on the platform that you are watching this. So uh, I hope you all have a beautiful day. Uh, stay inside or go on a walk, but like, just don't go outside and socialize because you're not supposed to do that right now. Let's let's just stay inside. Let's wash our hands and let's meditate. Okay. So I love you all. I don't know who's listening, but I love you, and I hope you have a great day. And I hope I'll see you in the next episode. So yeah, thanks for watching. Goodbye.